commercial real estate is it the new low-hanging fruit stay tuned we're going to tell you more why you should buy commercial real estate It's a love story, baby, just say yes. <laughs> We're as passionate as the Swifties are on this topic. That's why I've got wow. this cap on. Can you read it? Cash. Cash cow. Cash cow. <laughs> perfect, perfect for this episode. Perfect really for this episode. It really is. So, I guess... Um, I guess we're just going to give people the numbers this morning, the, the truth. They, they don't know. Uh, and you know what? It's um, I, I, a lot of people, I think, have this appetite for a different asset class of property, but they're just not familiar with it. They haven't gone there before, and they're like, you know what? I'm not sure if I buy a one-bedroom unit or a two-bedroom unit, or what about commercial? Like, they say to themselves, what about, if, what about if I did it? What about if I had a go and bought, bought like, a... Uh, something and they're attracted to commercial but they just don't understand it and i thought because we are so exposed in our business to it to commercial uh leasing commercial renting to storage facilities to warehouses to development sites to all these different types of properties it was like let's have a talk about it because just to give people that familiarity at the very least of, of investing in commercial and what it consists of yeah, I think to be honest, before I had the exposure throughout the business um, to different class of assets, commercial to me just sounded like a shop space. It sounded, you know, maybe yeah. a little bit, a little bit, um, you know, a little bit too far fetched. Uh, it sounded like big money, only big established landlords and investors would get into commercial. Um, often it, often it sounded like you needed a bigger deposit, so it was harder to um you know get get involved and be a part of whereas residential you know, which is true easy you know which is true the um i think that the probably the biggest concern people have with commercial is the vacancies um they think that it's not as easy to rent as a residential and when it does come up for rent um it's not as regular but it's a vacant for longer so you know some of these shops can be vacant for one two or three months um six or 12 months but i've got to say a lot of that's the decision of the landlord that they're really just trying to get that super high rent um and that they really don't care about vacancy but when you're driving your local hood and you're seeing that property vacant all the time you don't know whether that's the asset class that's not performing or whether that's the owner that's actually just trying to really push that that um that rental price in the market they don't care about the vacancy yeah yeah that's very true and um is that normal to see across everything so we're talking about storage this morning guys and we're gonna you know, we're gonna show you some examples of some low-hanging fruit you can get involved in but is that normal to see i think storage or warehouses i'd like to talk about the figures that i've given you um okay. yeah i think, I think there's both both of them that are sitting in there and, and they're both really really important things to consider in in the market i, I like the long-term view um, and I do have to say, in people's property cycle of investment, 
um, their attitude and their necessity for money changes. Um, when people are in their 20s and 30s, they're happy to, they really want to build up um, the equity. Um, you can't spend equity. So when people are in their 20s and 30s and 40s, they'll often go for that asset class of residential because it's doubling, you know, quite comfortably on the northern, particularly northern beaches, particularly Sydney. It's doubling quite comfortably every sort of eight to 10 years over, you know, 50 or 100 years. But what happens is you can't spend that money unless you, unless you retire the asset, unless you sell the property. So a lot of yep. people then then turn that turn that attitude over to commercial. Why? You tell me. Because it's got more of a disposable income, i.e., the rent, i.e., the yield. So okay. what what starts to happen is with um, residential, your your rent coming in, you pay your, and you pay all your bills. You may be left with a three percent, two percent, three percent return on your money. Whereas commercial, you'll are um, if you can often be left with, you know, seven, eight, nine, or you know, percent return on your money. So for the amount of cash that you put in, um, yep. they say the capital growth is not as strong in commercial, and they say the rental return or the yield that it returns is stronger in commercial. So as people get older, they're like, man, I, you know, whether I have sort of. Um, uh you know one two or three million in the bank it doesn't really matter i need money to spend i need money when i'm in my you know 60s and 70s to be able to when i'm not working to spend um to buy a car to take a holiday to 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 help you know help 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 the um to take the ground they need disposable cash and the pension is not enough but what's interesting is we've seen some really good case studies with some uh, local commercial storage and warehouse, well, as they focus on the warehouses this morning, that have had uh, growth as strong as the residential sector. If not, it may be even tip the edge and, and gone a little bit stronger. Bloody so impressive. It's, it's really, really, yeah, really, really, um, really, really impressive. Would you happen to have those available for us to look at, Billy? The numbers? Oh. We want the photos. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Wow. So what's this? Explain what we're looking at. Okay. You want me to? Yeah. All right. So I, um, I did this project with my daughter on Saturday who started working in real estate and I asked her, I said, listen, we're selling, we're selling some warehouses in French's forest. Um, and she knew the warehouses we're selling. And I said, can you grab the last development that this developer built, the last yep. warehouses that are um, that have sold in there? So she said, what do you mean? I said, well, four to seven Villiers was this was the last development um, that um, Trend uh, Omni had built. Can you show me who sold in there since it was built? And can you show me how much? value that they've earned in growth because traditionally people say you do not get um as much of a growth on commercial because you're actually getting a really good rent on it yeah and that's um that's the breakdown so all of these are um you know commercial grade obviously 
um, big, big warehouse, you know, ranging between 100 and, uh, you know, nearly three, 400 square meters. Um, you've got purchases from as early as 2017 through to um, 2021. And then most of the, re, you know, current resales were at the um, mid 2023. So at the top there, as strong as 73% capital growth over that um, 2019 to 2023 period is just unbelievable. Really, really impressive. And um, you look at you look at all the resales, I mean, they've all made money. But if you took an average there, that would certainly be on on par with um, the residential sector. And this is in Chroma. I love that. Like, I just think if you can, if you know, these guys have bought a factory, and I'll tell you where some of the magic was in that, is that when they put their deposit down, it didn't get built for two, three years down the track. So they only put down 10%. So the story got even better, where yeah. the actual ownership of that property was not as long as it looked there. So from so they put their, they're buying them for 500,000. At the time when they were buying them for 500,000, people were saying they were not cheap. But they'll buy them for five hundred thousand, um, yeah. and you can see now they're selling them for on average. They were selling for a million bucks now. Uh, yeah. well, I know now if, if you, I know now if you're buying one in there, you're spending a million bucks. So, you know, you're putting down fifty grand uh, in that example. You don't not pay anything more for a couple of years. It then settles. It then rents. The rental returns were pretty good, so the rental returns they started getting were around that sort of seven percent return, eight percent return, um, when they were actually had to be rented. So yep. when we first started saying we're going to, um, when the people buying, we're going, oh, I reckon you're going to get it rented for twenty five, thirty grand, and then it, went, it was actually more like forty grand, forty five grand. So the rental returns were very good. The capital growth was very good. That was a commercial example in Chroma, which was not a heavily desired suburb at the time, but it certainly is now. Um, I think we've covered commercial real estate pretty well. Do you want to show us a couple of photos before you go? Yeah, well, we've got a new one coming up in Warrywood. So here's an example of what you can buy. Um, it's in, well, what would you call it? It's not, not exactly <laughs> the, the fit-out stage. <laughs> That's what you're buying. Um, good, good photo to start with, Billy. It's great, yeah. Um, pick the best one there. Uh, thank you. Okay, that's better. Okay, so here we go. So this is just <laughs> you nailed that. Um, so this is um, in Rodney um, Monova Pitwater RSL Club, only a couple yep. hundred meters away, um, and you can see there's sort of two stories in there. Um, you can see it's a small building. There's probably only about twenty of them in there. Um, I've just sold two in the last, uh, three in the last week. Um, so to give you an idea, that back left one uh, just went for about just uh, went for about one four. That was one of the biggest ones in there. And apparently the guy there is going to be putting um, a triple. So it's a double car, triple stack. So double wide but goes up three high, and a single car, triple stack. So within a very small space, he's going to be storing nine cars and then he's got the whole warehouse left over. Um, wow. So it's a pretty cool, really, really funky. Uh, and what they did different with these ones um, to the last ones that were built in Chroma is they, they put those mezzanines or those offices above the car spaces 
rather than pushing them through the whole of the inside of the factory. So it gave you more room inside the factory and they're high bay. So they're 5.4 high, enough to stack a car three higher. Wow. That's a, that's a bit of an overlook. And this is, this is in the fit out stage. So no, this is not what a finished product looks like, but it's nice for you to see yeah. actually. Um, I Believe guess it or not, they're going to be finished in six weeks. Amazing. So they're concrete. Concrete's down. And yeah. Still stairs up. Mezzanine's going in now. They're pretty spunky fit-outs. Um, don't, don't be alarmed. Um, that's certainly not the finished product. It's like something out of Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice All right. Well, that's, uh, that's commercial development. I hope this helped people out there just looking at a different asset class and understanding it a little bit differently. Thanks, Mark. Have a good Thanks day, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.